Hello, and welcome to the third season of the Pros Travel Podcast, The View from 30,000 Feet. I highly recommend you check out the first two seasons if you haven't already. This podcast is about digital transformation within the airline industry. In this season, we're focused on the recovery of the industry from the pandemic and sharing how key strategies around digital transformation are still as important today. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the flight. Things have turned upside down in the airline and travel industry, but a lot of good has also come of it. Now more than ever, airlines, their IT providers, and industry associates are trying to work together to quickly right the ship. And though there will be mistakes along the way, all of it will help make the industry more sustainable in the future. One part of that equation is partnerships and alliances that need to be formed across airlines and IT providers. To chat about this, we have Brian Wyshlinski, Director of Partners and Alliances here at Pros. He works very closely with our partners across the travel ecosystem. So we wanted to get some insights into what his job is like during this time. Welcome, Brian. Thank you, Aditi. Well, Brian, can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to the airline industry? Sure. So this is my 22nd year in the uh, airline industry space. Uh, I spent the first uh, six years working for airlines. So I spent two years in revenue management at uh, American Airlines and then three years at, uh, at Delta with, uh, with uh, working with the consultancy in between. Uh, came to pros in June of 2004. Uh, quite honestly, I thought it was going to be a a three-year stint, and it's been 16 years now, and I hope to uh, finish my career off here when uh, I get really old. Uh, this is my second career. Um, my uh, undergraduate uh, degree is in chemical engineering, and I spent five years in the chemical industry, uh, working first working in a plastics plant, uh, South Chicago, uh, and then selling water treatment chemicals to uh, uh, heavy industry app- uh, applications. So you found the airline industry and stuck with it for a very long time. Yes, I, I've I've been uh, a true uh, airline geek since I was uh, since I was a teenager. Uh, I guess my first uh, my first experience or my first uh, uh, sign of being an airline geek is in the in the 80s. I used to collect airline timetables, so I used to send off and request them or call the airline's toll free number, and I had a bunch of. Uh, of uh, airline timetables in in my bedroom, so that's how I came to the to love the industry. And uh, it it wasn't my first career, but uh, it's it's uh, it's my second career. <laughs> that's great to hear. I, I feel like I hear that story, a very similar story to a lot of people who are in the airline industry. It's just like once you get hooked into it, you just can't leave. But currently, so you lead the partnerships and alliances for pros travel. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that entails? Pros has uh, has a history of working with uh, with partners uh, in the in the travel space. Uh, a lot of that uh, came through our acquisition of Viant uh, in uh, August of uh, 2017, uh, where they had a very well established partner community uh, working with uh, uh, providers of internet booking engines, uh, mobile applications, uh, and so on to provide pricing and shopping. Uh, and since then, we've grown the the the, the network of partners to include a lot of different uh, uh, parts of our industry uh, where pricing and shopping, uh, revenue management, uh, availability control is, is important to uh, a partner's overall uh, product that they're providing to the, uh, uh, to the industry space. One, one area that we've expanded into is providing pricing and shopping 
uh, capabilities to uh, PSS providers um, as that as that market uh, continue or that uh, that software market uh, continues to go through some uh, evolution. It's really interesting. You know, historically, at least my opinion is that many travel companies tend to go it on their own. You see a lot of competition, not a lot of collaboration. Do you agree, or why do you think that is? You know, I th there are there are competitors uh, out there that uh, that try to be a one one stop shop uh, for for airlines uh, and providing all the capabilities uh, that they they need from a from a software provider. But I think that that one stop shop does not allow the airline to access uh, best of breed uh, technologies or uh, best in class uh, solutions. And I think that that's where Pros has looked to to its partner network to be able to pull together a group of companies that provide best of breed uh, solutions and, uh, and provide that to, to, to the airlines. Uh, Pros is recognized as a leader in, in many different areas of, a, of the commercial side of the business uh, and, and being able to partner with, with others that provide solutions that we don't necessarily provide, nor will we provide in the future, allows us to offer that best of breed uh, set of solutions to, uh, to our airline customers. So do you think there will be a new focus on partnerships due to this pandemic and its impact on the industry? I mean, w there has to be some degree of collaboration now between the IT players so that recovery is a possibility and we can accelerate recovery. Yeah, I think that uh, COVID, COVID's causing a, a paradigm shift, uh, not only in the airline industry, but in, uh, in the providers of different uh, solutions, whether it be software or maintenance or, or anything that the, that the, ever, the airline leverages. Um, I think that there's going to be an extreme emphasis on cost and cost reduction as we come out of, uh, out of this crisis and being able to minimize uh, the cost um, of, what, uh, of what airlines spend. I think that's going to put pressure on some of the more traditional legacy systems. Uh, I think also that's going to, to, to lead airlines that have in-house uh, capabilities to to look at how they can uh, how they can leverage uh, you know what's in the what's in the marketplace uh, for for best of breed from a from a vendor side or a, a provider side I think that there's also that emphasis on keeping costs low keeping cash burn low uh, and that's probably going to stymie some of the some of the new investment pros is making investment in a, in a number of areas but it's always a limited it's always a limited resource. Uh, and that's where partnerships come in, is that if there are partners that are willing to, to, to come together and provide a combined solution that, uh, that allows mixing and matching of, of different uh, best of breed solutions, partnerships are going to certainly take, uh, take on more of, a, more of an importance. The other thing I, I believe that's going to happen uh, in this industry, and I've seen this before uh, after, after significant events uh, and, and downturns, is that I think there's going to be a lot of innovation. Um, and there's, there's, a, there's certainly a lot of uh, brain power out there that uh, has either been released from, from the airline or released from, from vendors. And you're gonna, I think you're going to see a lot of startups. Uh, that also provides the, the, the capability for, for partnerships uh, with these startups that, that have great ideas. Uh, and they're looking for a partner to help them get into, into, the, uh, into the sales space. Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, traditionally when there are crises, you see a lot more startup activity, you see a lot more investment or, or, or people who 
have may have been displaced using their brain power to create something good. So that that'll definitely be something exciting to look forward to. In, in changing trajectories a little bit, let's talk about you know when it does come to business partnerships and alliances. You know, what do you think makes a good partnership? Are there pros and cons of partnerships? Yeah, I think that it, it, from a from a broad standpoint is that there has to be synergies in how the products come together, uh, both from a from a commercial standpoint, also from a technical standpoint. One of the first things that I look at uh, in in approaching new partnerships or expanding uh, existing partnerships is looking at how the pieces of the puzzle fit together from a technical standpoint. Uh, can we put the pieces together with with minimal investment in in new technologies or new connections between uh, the, the, the different uh, uh, components. Uh, the second is that from a commercial standpoint, how do you go to market? Uh, how, do you, how do you price uh, the, the combined product? Uh, what, are the, what are the commercial terms? What is the commercial relationship or the partnership uh, relationship? Uh, and, and how can you bridge the, the differences between different organizations? We all have uh, different uh, the metrics that we need to uh, report to, to our investors and making sure that we can find common ground in the partnership so that uh, we're, we're satisfying those, uh, those reporting requirements as well as growing, growing the revenue and growing the, growing the industry. Uh, the final is, is, uh, is more from a cultural standpoint. How do the organizations fit together? How do they work together? Uh, how do you resolve differences? Uh, how, do you, uh, how do you escalate uh, problems or issues and how are they resolved at, at different layers of the organization? Uh, I think that that's in, uh, important uh, as the teams start to work more closely together, uh, whether it be on the sales side or the technical side or the marketing side, is really how how do the teams function together, and how is that uh, perceived or portrayed to the to the to the end customer? So those are the three things that uh, that I that I take typically look at from a technical standpoint, from a commercial standpoint, and then from a collaboration or cultural standpoint. Yeah, that's a really good point there. Are there any current partnerships, maybe in the travel industry or otherwise, that you find hit all three of those? Are they're really smart? Any surprises out there? Um, I've been in this role uh, uh, two years, and I think that there, there, there are there have been some some surprises. And I think that uh, in addition to uh, a renewed emphasis on the pro side is some of the some of the changes that we've made from a from a product uh, standpoint and some of the acquisitions that we've made. Uh, if I look at our current partners, you know, I think that there are uh, a number of those partnerships that embody the, the, the characteristics I talked about. The first is probably with Microsoft. Uh, so most of our travel solutions are hosted on Microsoft Azure uh, and really uh, collaborating from from the beginning on on how do we go to market as a software as a service provider and leveraging the experiences that Microsoft had uh, in this space. And then as, we, as we've made the transition to, to, to be a SaaS company ourselves, is really looking at other opportunities that we have with, with, with Microsoft, especially as Pros moves into the, into the retail space. So what things can we leverage from Microsoft to, to, to make our entry into the, into the uh, retail space uh, a lot better and a lot stronger? Uh, the second partnership is is with Hitted. So Hitted is a uh, PSS provider out of out of Istanbul. Um, they're quite active these days uh, with the with the exit of of CETA from the from the PSS business. And you know, from a collaboration standpoint, I think that that the, the partnership really embodies those three those three uh, 
capabilities that I talked about. So from a technical standpoint, things fit very well together. And, and from a uh, pricing and shopping standpoint, and also looking at how we can expand uh, the partnerships. Uh, from a commercial standpoint as well, uh, yeah, I think the models are fairly, fairly comparable. Uh, and then from a cultural standpoint, I think it's a very good fit uh, between the, the two organizations. We, we work very well together uh, and, and being able to, uh, uh, to really address the market and provide that combined solution that's going to, uh, that's going to win uh, in the marketplace over the next uh, 12 to 18 months. Great. So are, are there any other partnerships that process, you mentioned a couple that you would want to highlight here? Yeah, so I, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, as our, as our retail solution uh, takes hold and we continue to, to develop our retail solution is that there are opportunities for us to partner, uh, particularly in the NDC uh, distribution space uh, and being able to leverage partnerships uh, or potential partnerships with, uh, with those that uh, have, a, have a stronger footing in the marketplace right now and being able to use those to expand the presence, uh, especially as we move into the NDC space. Can we dive a little bit more into what we're doing with ATPCO and the new solution that's called Price Elements? We recently launched this. Um, how would it benefit airlines in the long run? That's a, that's a great point, Aditi. Uh, so Price Elements is a replacement for uh, FROP, uh, which has been in the marketplace for, uh, for at least uh, two decades. So f essentially what FROP or Price Elements does is it provides a a snapshot of future looking fares at an O&D level. And revenue management systems, including Pro's revenue management solutions, use this uh, as part of their valuation uh, process for, for forecasting and, and, and optimization, as well as availability control. One of the synergies that we found with uh, our acquisition of Viant was that Pro's could provide this data set based on the information or the, the, the solutions that we already have in place. So we started working with ATP a couple of years ago to assess how we could streamline the process as well as provide those files to, to our, to our uh, uh, SaaS environments in a seamless way. Um, ATP Co currently has uh, over 25 customers on price elements and now we provide the base uh, data uh, for, for uh, price elements. What this provides for us is a, is, is a, a new entry point in, into some airlines where we haven't had much uh, presence before, uh, providing a better uh, solution uh, for ATPCO, and then really looking at what is the next generation or the next, um, the next version of this, uh, of this product uh, to, to enhance what uh, information is being provided, uh, not only revenue management to other, uh, as well as to other revenue departments within the airline, like revenue integrity, and revenue, uh, revenue accounting. Um, this is another one of those partnerships that I think fits that, those areas that I talked about before. Uh, you know, from a technical standpoint, the, the amount of work that we had to do on the pro side wasn't uh, significant compared to some of the other development activities that we've got going on. You know, I think from a commercial model standpoint, uh, we were very consistent. And then from a cultural uh, uh, standpoint as well, is that the organizations uh, fit, uh, fit very well together the collaboration that has existed between our two teams has been very strong uh, and you can see that just in the amount of communication that goes back and forth uh, during the during the implementation uh, we've successfully impl imp implemented uh, this product uh, as of june 1st and moving forward all new uh, frop or price elements uh, subscribers will be on a pros uh, solution 
That's really interesting. It seems like a lot of really good partnerships that are in the works. Um, I know 2020 hasn't gone exactly as planned for any of us, especially in the travel industry. What are you most looking forward to seeing in the next couple of months for our customers, the partners we work with, and the industry as a whole? Well, first, uh, I, I live in Chicago. Um, the, the neighborhood I live in is on a, an approach path to, to two of the runways uh, at O'Hare, and I'm looking forward to seeing a lot more airplanes taking off and, and landing. Um, I'm hoping that that uh, comes here in the next uh, next couple of months because every time a, a plane uh, takes off or lands, uh, Pros has had uh, some impact uh, on the, the customers, either from a pricing, revenue management, uh, or retail uh, standpoint. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to being able to travel again myself, both from a, from a business standpoint and a leisure standpoint. Uh, for our for our customers, know that this has been very difficult. Uh, for many customers, it's about survival uh, and being able to to maintain cash flow uh, and just you know making sure that the that the lights are on. Uh, and as we head into into recovery, is is making sure that uh, we provide the, the best of breed solutions so that they can take advantage of those opportunities that are out there. Uh, from a partner standpoint, uh, I think that this also provides opportunities. To, uh, to help airlines reduce costs and provide best of breed, uh, best of breed solutions. And certainly, certainly working with our partners on go-to-market strategies so that we can capture uh, those, those, uh, those opportunities. And then from an industry as a whole uh, is really proving the pundits wrong and saying that it's gonna take several years for us to get back to pre-COVID 2019 levels and, and hopefully get back to that uh, quicker than uh, what, uh, what everyone is saying. Yeah, let's hope. And, you know, we, we always end each episode with a question. And I think all of us are just aching for the days of when we could get on a plane again and travel. So can you talk to us a little bit about your most memorable travel experience? So in preparing for this, Aditi, um, this is one that I could probably go on hours and hours and hours uh, on. Um, <laughs> I, I've, I've been to over 120 countries and, you know, I think each experience, uh, there's, there's something about each experience that, uh, that sets in my mind. I think international travel, you have to be, you have to be flexible, you have to be patient, especially when it comes to dealing with uh, security and visas and immigration. And on more than one occasion, I've had to be, I've had to uh, think quickly about how to get out of, uh, how to get out of some, some situations where either I didn't have a visa to get in or my visa, I, I was arriving before my visa actually took, uh, uh, took effect. So, so uh, working with uh, immigration officers to, to, to actually get into the, uh, to the, get into the country. Uh, from a, the most memorable standpoint is that um, my parents oh, 10 years ago or so started taking the whole family on, on collective vacations. So this was, we were doing this uh, every, every couple of years. And the last one we did was two years ago and we spent two weeks in Italy. So we spent a week in Sorrento in, uh, on the Amalfi coast. And then we spent a week in Rome. And that was just a great experience to be able to be with uh, uh, my three nieces and nephew and, and my parents uh, and my, my two sisters and their husbands. Um, and really using that time to, to disconnect from the world or disconnect from the work world uh, and, and really enjoy being together. And we talk about those, uh, those experiences every time, uh, every time we get together. We laugh about certain things. We, 
we uh, fret about other things, but uh, you know, all in all, that was probably the best experience that I've had in the past couple of years. Wow, that sounds amazing. I would love to go to Italy right now. And I, I think your story goes to show, you know, it, it, like you said, it creates such a huge memory that your family shares. And it's something that you remember that it's the reason why I know travel is just not going to go away anytime soon. You know, exactly. I think that uh, as part of our collective human culture, travel is such an important part of that. And being able to either visit friends, friends, uh, friends and relatives, uh, you know, conducting a business deal or just experiencing something new. Uh, travel is such a, an important part of that. And you think about how the world has changed in the past hundred years where, you know, traveling to a new country took, took months and now it, uh, it, takes, uh, it takes hours. And I think that that's, that, that gives me, uh, that gives me hope that, uh, that our recovery will happen uh, sooner rather than later. Yes, definitely. So, Brian, thank you so much for joining us today. Really great discussion about partnerships and alliances. And I would just remind anyone listening that if you have questions about how you could partner with pros or you want to learn more about our partnerships and alliances, please reach out to Brian Wischlinski. I'm sure he'd be happy to chat with you. Uh, always, always happy to talk to, uh, to current uh, and prospective new, uh, new partners. Thanks for listening to the Pros Travel Podcast, The View from 30,000 Feet. Special thanks to our guest and our producer, Genevieve Todd. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have feedback, a burning idea, or know of an industry expert we should feature, shoot us an email at ametha at pros.com. That's A-M-E-H-T-A at pros.com. You are now free to move about the cabin.